Losing weight to gain control. Today's episode: Why don't I crave to eat healthy? Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, author of the book Losing Weight to Gain Control: Loving Your Weight Maintenance Journey. With the new year coming up, this is the perfect time to read it and to get your mindset ready to make the necessary changes in your life to lose the weight and keep it off. It's available on Amazon.com. You can get it in an ebook form, or you can order a print copy. Don't wait to get your journey started. And thank you to those of you that have been listening for a while. This is episode number forty-four, and I'm glad that you've continued with me. And to those of you that this is your first time listening, thank you for choosing to listen today. Every few episodes, I like to give a quick version of who I am and what I did and what I do、uh, for the new listeners. I lost seventy pounds. In twelve and a half inches from my waist and twelve and a half inches from my hip area, and I've been in maintenance for、uh, it's been about two years now. After I wrote my book, I've had the opportunity to speak to people about the ups and downs of losing the weight and working to maintain it because that's the ultimate goal. I talk about the mental battle, the battle with food, and just trying to balance your life. I noticed that other people were struggling like me, and I wanted to help them. I started this podcast because I remember how much other podcasts I listened to helped me to stay motivated, helped me to stay motivated during the weight loss and even now. This week, I'll have the opportunity to share my story with a group of people that are on their weight loss journey. I always make the joke that my goal is to teach you the stuff that your mama didn't teach you about weight loss, all the little in- things besides the food and exercise. Things like today's topic: What do I do when I don't crave to eat healthy food? I found a chart on the internet that listed、um, like a chart with your food craving and what you would actually need and what what you should eat instead. So, like on the the group with your craving, it says if you crave chocolate, what you really need is magnesium, and what you should eat instead are nuts, seeds, vegetables, and fruits. And then it also said if your craving is for salty foods,、um, you need chloride. I think it's silicon chloride. It says if you、um, you should eat fatty fish or goat milk. Well, I'm not into goat's milk, but but you get the point. It's telling you if you have a craving, maybe you're deficient in something. Which I don't always think I'm deficient in something because I'm one of those people that like to eat my feelings, and that's usually what I kind of gauge. Why am I wanting to eat this, and what what decision should I make of what to eat? I admit I don't always feel like eating the foods that I know I should eat. I've had other people tell me the same thing. Sometimes I don't want to eat fruits or vegetables or a balanced meal. It's not like the magic food fairy came along just because I'm in maintenance now. It makes me like, oh, I love to eat these foods all the time. Even when you lose the weight and get into maintenance, it will still be a struggle. To not go back to the old eating habits. That's why in step one of my program, I always say you have to know 
what your current habits are so you can know what you have to do to change them. Have you ever had a bad day and said to yourself, man, you know what? I really want to eat a salad right now and, and make to make me feel better. No, usually what you want to eat or I want to eat is a whole chocolate cake with mounds of ice cream on top of it. That's what you start craving. Or like I said, maybe it's just me. Last week in the episode, I talked about my five-year anniversary with actually starting my food journal. And even though I've been doing this for five years, I still crave foods that aren't necessarily the best for me. Yes, I always try to find a better substitute, but I still know I need to get certain foods in into my, my meal plan. And this past Friday wasn't a good day for me. The whole week was kind of kind of off. And I remember walking to my car that afternoon thinking, I want to go eat my feelings right now. I just want to go eat something to make them go away. I wanted to go buy the biggest hamburger with the largest fries I could get. Why? Because I remember what it made me feel like when I ate it. For a short time, it it would have t- it did taste and felt good and then usually the guilt would set in. That's why I don't give in to that feeling. I didn't give in to it this time. I went home, I ate my dinner that I had already pre-planned and rested a while. One of my friends sent me a text and I told him how today was a, a food struggle day. He's someone that I'm uh, having as a guest soon and he said that he had struggled that day also. He ate a little more than he usually does. And he's been in maintenance for, for longer than I have. And he still has to work at this eating the healthier foods thing too. I wonder sometimes if people, the people that I see that are in these health magazines that are on these health websites, don't they ever feel like just eating a whole bag of potato chips with some salsa con queso? Or is it just me? No, it's, I don't think it's just me. I had someone reach out to me and say how they really wanted to eat more vegetables, but they were struggling with getting the amount that they wanted to in the day. I took a picture of an index card that I, I had written, like the numbers one through four. I don't, I don't remember exactly how many vegetables she wanted to get in for the day, but I put the numbers, I put, wrote the word vegetable on top of the card. I wrote the numbers one through four, and I took a picture of it and sent it to her and texted it to her. And I told her every time you eat the food that's in this classification, you know, put a check on the number, put a line through it. And I actually just started doing this with my water intake tracking. I realized I hadn't been getting um, enough water. So I said, okay, I have to do something about this. In my food journal at the bottom of the page, I wrote the numbers one through eight and wrote the word water next to it. And every time I get in a cup of water, I'll check off that number. So my goal, of course, is to get through the eight by the end of the day. Sometimes I don't. But the thing is, it makes me conscious of, am I drinking my water for the day? I have actually two water containers that help me with that. And one, they each hold four cups each. So I just fill them up and I try to get through, through both of them by the end of the day. That's my goal. Some days I do, some days I don't. But the thing is, I came up with a plan. Water isn't always what I crave. Sometimes I crave soda or other sugary drinks. And I, I've had, I had a plan in place of how to make sure that I was getting the water that I need. It's the same thing with choosing to eat healthy foods. You are not going to crave a baked piece of chicken. Many of the cravings that you're going to have are for food high in sugar, 
high in the fats that aren't good for you and foods that don't fill you up or have any nutritional value. That means you will have to be intentional about what food you eat. That means devising a plan to add vegetables to your diet. And when I say diet, I'm not referring to taking foods away. I'm talking about just the way that you eat. That means planning what fruit you will eat. And yes, you will have to put some work into this. Like I mentioned earlier, the magic food fairy is not going to come along and make this happen. And I'm all for keeping things simple, but you have to put in the work. Even if I sat down with you and helped you make your plan for the week with your meals and what you're going to drink and, and how to you know cook for your family for that week, you still have to do it yourself. You still have to work the plan. It gets to a point that it becomes part of your routine to chop your veggies or fruits or to cook the foods that aren't cooked in a lot of grease. Having these foods available to you already prepared will help you through those times when you don't crave eating healthy. And most stores sell where you can buy this stuff already chopped up if you want to. Yeah, it's going to cost a little bit more, but at least you'll have it there. I mentioned my conversation with one of my friends earlier. I could have gone to the drive-thru and said, load me up, supersize me, king size me, give me everything big. But I knew at home, I already had my meal in the refrigerator prepared. And actually I had a dessert plan for with my dinner. And the main reason I didn't go through that drive-thru was I didn't want to feel like I had in the past. I don't know how it, how to describe that feeling that I would have after eating certain foods. It's just, I would get an emotional high. When I, when I think of foods, I would remember the feeling it gave me. And since I didn't get that feeling anymore, I think that's why it was easier, easy for me to give up, you know, going through the drive-thru all the time for something. It was like after I finished the food, I actually felt worse than when I ate it. After I got home, I sat to eat my dinner and actually start working on a project. Okay, this project is going to be a book in the future, and it deals with different things in weight loss. And I've already told you I'm working on a cookbook too, so I have two projects. But believe it or not, these are helping me with staying on track. This working on this project was helping me with dealing with the feelings that I had at that time. Instead of turning to the foods I was craving, I channeled my energy to do something different. I had a plan. My food was already planned, and I had decided my plan of how I would handle an emotional eating day. I just worked my plan. In order to eat healthy, you will have to work at eating healthy. That seems to be the theme. You have to work at it. That means planning and preparation. Learn how to prepare the foods in a way that that tastes good to you. If you don't enjoy it, why eat it? Eating healthier food shouldn't feel like a punishment. Most kids and adults probably feel that way, but you have to change that way of thinking. I hope one of the reasons you're wanting to lose the weight is to feel better from, from the health aspect of it. If you need to, get a piece of paper and write down on, on the paper the number of servings of a particular food item that you're wanting to eat more of, um, to like the checklist I did. Use the index card method if, if that would work for you. Get an app that you can track these things on your phone. Get a piece of paper. Keep trying different types of fruits and, and vegetables or other foods and drinking, trying to drink your water until you find what you like. We all have different tastes. What I like, you might not like. I give you ideas from, from what I eat and the, what I do. 
but you won't know if you don't try. Like, a few episodes back, I talked about how I've been into spaghetti squash. I'm still loving this thing, but that was something that if I didn't try it, I would have never known that I actually like it. Don't beat yourself up if you do crave foods that aren't the best nutritionally for you. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. It means you are human. And since you are human, you make the choice of what foods you will eat. The choice is yours. Until next time, here's a quote to help you with making the decision on what to eat when you crave certain foods. Tell yourself this. It's not that I can't eat that. I'm making the healthier choice not to. I hope all of you have an awesome week. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.